morning everyone coming to you live from new orleans yes i cannot believe i made it to new orleans uh started off as like a very fun road trip with a little bit of a pit stop in atl atlanta that ended up in my final destination which was the state of louisiana now it's my first time being uh in louisiana for election time yes today is the day to vote please go out and vote you're voting for people who cannot vote like myself because i'm an immigrant yes although um new orleans is, has been such an interesting city covered with uh emptiness it's just been extremely quiet and obviously there hasn't been any tourists coming to the city because of COVID-19 so being here for Halloween was such an interesting time I thought that it was kind of like a ghost-like town it was very quiet streets are just filled with um, I guess locals people who are still trying to celebrate the holiday of Halloween. More enough about that. I am hoping that a friend of mine is going to join me in a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit about our drive down today. And I also want to discuss the fact that uh, we don't know who the new president is going to be. And it's a terrifying fact. It's, an you know, it can go either way. And we have to just think positive and we just have to stand our grounds and hope that the right outcome will be. Now, I've never been in the South during election. I know I did mention that before, but I still want to say it's, it's, it's like really, really strange being here because you see, you know, you see people who are voting for Trump, but you see people who are voting for Biden. But then again, I don't know if it's more towards the other, but that will happen when we go to Nashville. We're hoping to get to Nashville uh, in two days to spend a little time in Nashville. I feel like I'm doing like a, you know, this little road trip, very impromptu road trip. I had to just get out of the city. It was just too much being in the city. You need to need a little change from the city. And if you guys hear some weird noises in the background, there are two cats and a little chihuahua uh, <laughs> running around the apartment that I'm staying at, this gorgeous place in the French Quarter of New Orleans. I hope everybody's having a good start of the week. Uh, this entire time I've been thinking that we're only at, like we're like a day ahead. So in my brain, I thought that it was Wednesday already. And the same thing goes for Saturday. I thought it was Sunday. Like it's weird how you just you just have no conception of days. No freaking clue. I think it's hysterical, but slightly scary. So with that said, it is Tuesday, November 3rd. And Tuesday, November 3rd, 2020. Incredible. We've been waiting for this day for four years. We um, wanted to change the, <laughs> the same day that 2016 happened. So it's just been really, really awkward times.
So here I have Beth with me. Hi. Hi. Hey. How are you? I'm good. Sorry, this is my first podcast I've ever done, guys. Well, so Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> welcome to my show. Yay. We talk about everything and nothing, like Seinfeld. Nice. Yes. It's perfect. I'm a Jew from New York as well, so I know what to do. No, right. You're a, you're a Brooklyn girl. You're a Brooklyn Brooklyn Jew. Yes. Can I say that? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, cool. It's who I am. <laughs> it's <laughs> funny how I'm not the only Jew anymore I at a you know, event or whatever. Yeah, you know, it. my childhood, I was definitely more in the community. And then as I got older, I started feeling like you too. <laughs> the only Jew in the room. Well, college did that to me. I went to school upstate New York. So. Oh, okay. And how was that? Oh, it was awesome. I loved it. Nice. Yeah, it was a great experience. I... I might be from a big city, but I definitely am a country girl. I love the quiet. I loved being out of the city. It was awesome. Right. Because you lived, you were from Brooklyn and mm-hmm. you lived there for how long? I Well, technically I was there until I was 30 and then I moved out. I don't really count the, you know, four years of college as not living there because I still came right. home. So yeah, I was, I lived there my whole life. Even, you know, when I moved out of my parents' house, I still lived in Brooklyn, so... Yeah, I was always there until I moved away. <laughs> and now you're upstate New York. Yeah, now it's um, now I'm in the Mid-Hudson Valley in Rhinebeck, New York. So. Wow. Peace and quiet? Yeah. For the most part, yeah. You know, I'm in the village, so you'll still hear certain commotion, you know, not far from a firehouse, but definitely not like neighbors screaming or That's so cool. cars honking for just any reason because they can. <laughs> That's what I feel like most of those honks are. It's like, you're just honking to make noise, right? Because what are you accomplishing? That's <laughs> true. Do you feel like, but you got used to the noise when you were living in New York and then now you were back, you were cat sitting for like a week. Yeah. How was it going to bed? Did you hear all the same sounds and stuff? Yeah, no, I definitely did. And it was interesting because I feel like I'm also a little bit more sensitive to mm-hmm. it now, but not in a way where it's keeping me up, but more in the sense of like, I can hear it even more in depth than before. You know, because like, I grew up, I lived a block away from an elevated train. So I never really noticed all the train sounds or like the little shaking of the house until when I, maybe, when I was getting older and I was paying attention. But also when my friends would come over, they'd be like, wow, isn't that really loud? And never noticed it. And the place I was just cat sitting for, they were also they're, they're a little bit further from the train. They're like four or five blocks. But I still noticed how well I was able to hear it. And I wow. think because I've been away from it so long, my ears are picking up. But it didn't bother me because I grew up with it. So I was like, all right, that's just my normal sound. So it's like it's interesting now when I'm back in the city. It's like there's I'm not that person. It's like, oh, it's too bright. I can't go to sleep, you know, after being in the country. But I definitely noticed I'm like, yeah, it's much brighter here. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Do you do you go back to the city a lot? And how do you keep in touch with your family? I try not to go back to the city as much as I can I hate to well I I shouldn't say I hate to say that but I have to say because it's true um but I was down there twice over the summer because both uh, you know I had to take care of certain things with my family and um but other than that you know I was coming down I was still pre I guess we'll say 2019 I was still working for a company that was based in the city so I was coming down for work um a lot sometimes I drive if I was able to or I just take the train down um, depending on how long I was coming but yeah it's mostly you know I still have all my family there so I still keep in contact with all of them and and my friends you know it's one of those things where I've noticed definitely the ones who I would you know text a lot to talk to I'm still talking to a lot and the people who like we would only do like our once in a while like going out to dinner 
but you know I don't talk to them as much just because like that tradition is gone or you know whichever way that it goes but yeah it's you know thanks to technology I think it's easier to stay in contact with everyone so yeah I love that yeah um we're gonna talk a little bit about the drive oh yeah <laughs> So you drove, uh, ladies and gentlemen, about 24 hours. Just about, yeah, give or yeah. take. And when we added, like, including the rest stops, it was about a total of like, 24 hours. Yeah. But we did stop, you know, a true stop in the middle of the night, um, oh, about 13 hours in, you know, from New York to Atlanta. She's an excellent driver. <laughs> Just a side note, not, the, not because I'm the passenger and I'm absolutely useless <laughs> in this situation, but you are a really good driver. I felt very safe with you. Thank you. That means So we're high-fiving in the air. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. No, that means a lot because I actually, it was, it was late to getting my license, so I never did a road trip like this. Even like the longest I've driven was probably either it was like maybe five six hours in a row um other than that you know it was just driving down to the city so this one I felt you know when I went to college I couldn't drive so I was always relying on people getting me up to school and then when we were there going anyplace so I feel like this road trip is me like paying back all like all of that energy yeah, that was given to me forward. yeah so now it's like here let me do it so it, <laughs> and it really wasn't as bad as I expected it the next I have to say the next morning when we went to go leave Atlanta, I do have to say I felt hungover from wow. all of the driving. Yeah. Like I had a really bad headache. I might have had to purge a little bit <laughs> <laughs> of whatever water was in my systems, apparently. But after, you know, being up for an hour or two, I felt better, rallied wow. and continued going. But yeah, the driving itself wasn't as crazy, you know. I know probably to say since not as many people are on the road and when we left we probably missed whatever little rush hour there would have been like in dc because i know that was always a huge place where people would get stuck on any road trip i would hear mm. but yeah no it wasn't too bad it really wasn't and also the car had car assistance so that's like the one where it helps you in the lane oh wow so there were moments where i was like car i need to go into the next lane and it listened and other moments where it helped me be like Beth, you know, it's like, okay, car, it was all right. It was, so it helped keep me company oh. as well, as well as you during the ride. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it is, I think you did an excellent job <laughs> and also it's your first time in Orleans. Yes. It's my first time here. I've never mm. come and I think it, it's definitely a lot quieter, but it's still beautiful and I'm glad, you know, this trip was to come down here, but also to see a friend, you know, it felt of like course. I'll visit, you know, this, the city is going to be here again still tomorrow. So I can always come back, but that's true. But it was worth the drive. Yeah, it was definitely a cool drive and a good experience. Next time we'll come back together. Maybe who knows? Yeah, who knows what the future holds? Yeah, we'll, we'll find out. <laughs> we will find out. Yeah. Um, November third. Yeah, that's today. Uh, how are you <laughs> feeling? I know that uh, uh, you voted, and obviously, thank you for voting because you were voting for your brothers and sisters and whoever that cannot vote. So uh, on that. Thanks for voting. I think it's such an important task to register to vote. And um, yes, yeah, carry carry on the conversation. <laughs> yeah, no, that I'm trying to acknowledge, not mm. just for it being a Tuesday or November third. It's it is the election. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of just being in the moment, just taking it as things come and see what happens. Because I will admit, four years ago, I was probably one of those. SNL characters that were being made fun of after the election. So this time around, just taking it as it comes and see what happens. But I do have to say it's it's it is 
I guess I'm losing my words because I don't know exactly how to say, but it is awe-inspiring to see just the the amount of people going out to vote. And it really is reminding me how important it is on every level because there are so many things that we're voting for that I don't know. Like I remember uh, because I did the early voting in New York, we were voting in my county for uh, Supreme Court justices, as you do in most, I think in every place in New York, every county, it's all voted for. And I had no idea who these people were. And these, you know, as we all know, Supreme Court justices, whether it's on the state or federal level are important they really do decide a lot of decisions that don't get to come to us unfortunately with the way that our system is set up and I had no idea who they were it's like I don't know where what their caseloads have looked like you know especially I worked with lawyers for many years so it is important to see the cases that they fought for as attorneys and to see as a judge how they've really ruled on matters when it's come to their judgment not the jury or, or things of that nature and just reminds me how little I've paid attention, but to see that at least for this election, we're all getting out and voting, hopefully will make us that much more ready for the next one, because there is another one in two years and there's other local elections that go on all the time. And so it's great to see our everyone out there and hopefully we'll continue to and, and make a change for the better, you know, just for us as citizens to be aware and to know that we know what our decisions are being made for and not just voting party lines or voting because someone said they were going for them and hopefully now we're all realizing the parts that we have to play are not just today but every day and see where we go wow thank you for that you're so insightful <laughs> i love having conversations with you i feel like i just you teach me a lot oh. <laughs> if i should, should say so myself you know good because i just feel like i ramble <laughs> no i don't think you ramble now a big question that i've asked a lot of my friends is do you believe that 2020 more people than ever started voting 100 percent. oh yeah we were watching um the news on sunday the national news like whatever NBC one and going back before back and forth between the channels and they were all showing this the current um, amount of turnout for early voters in comparison to the total voters year in the last election and these were more specifically in states that are very important to both candidates to win and we most of them were just slightly off the total votes and that's for early voting this year now that doesn't mean that there's still so many people left today everyone could have been doing early voting never has it been where you pretty much had like a week and a half to vote in this country Mm. you know we give we're given one day you know and here people have been going out so by now who knows who's still left but we also then have absentee ballots and i know so many people have sent Mm. in so i think there's going to be unprecedented numbers that are going to I hope shatter and make us again realize how many people live in this country and how much we all have to have our voices heard in the only way that we are given a direct way to make that heard and that's through voting and and I think Mm. yeah we're going to have a big turnout for sure for sure so basically we're kind of a part of revolution I believe so. Have I been watching too much Hamilton lately? <laughs> no. And listening oh, yeah. to the entire soundtrack with you in the car, which was very delightful. Oh, no. You know, I I, I don't... I think Hamilton definitely has reminded people over the last few years our history in a way that has made it entertaining. Because even myself, and I was a history major, that's what I graduated uh, with my bachelor's Impressive. degree in, which 
I'm sorry, I don't know what I can do with that now. So many years later, <laughs> however, but like you never even know exactly. But like even I, like as someone who loves history, really kind of skirted over our country's history because I either thought it was boring and it's not as intriguing as all of the stuff that happened thousands of years ago, and realizing like how we just take even two years ago for granted as being important history. And I'm saying that as someone who genuinely loves history, so I think Hamilton's kind of reminded us of what this country was founded on and mm. how far we've come from that but yet somehow people are doubling down on things that don't exist or maybe never have because of the way a story has been told you know and here you have Hamilton being told in a very entertaining way so I think it's helped invigorate people you know but for for what I do like with another like revolution or rising up I do think yeah you know oh. if anything that's what America's supposed to be known for you know people I remember growing up would say like election day is always like a new like a new rising up a new revolution for us to come out and make our voices heard in a peaceful way that continues this you know our community moving forward and but I do think 2020 mm-hmm. has definitely made made for things to happen you know whether we want to call it the second american revolution which i have said those words and you know i do think yeah there's a change coming you know no matter what no matter what happens there is a change coming we have to acknowledge that it's just what that change will do and the response that will come of it but i do think that yeah and and i think hamilton is just probably Good timing. They did move, you know, Disney did move <laughs> it up. Perfect timing. <laughs> yeah, let's be real. Disney was supposed to release it in October, I oh. think, initially. That, the showing, and I think it was going to be maybe to, like, their prime member, or, like, you know, their, like, plus-plus members, however it works. And then at some point, they decided to move it up to July. And I have a feeling it was a mixture of people need more entertainment, and especially because the fact that Broadway's been closed. Give them this. But I mm. also have a feeling, because of what was going on, at we were time. still during lockdown. Yeah, exactly. Because was, the city opened yeah. June tw- no June twenty second. But it was also, this was July third, fourth. Yeah, but it was also still with a lot of the other political unrest that was going on. Oh my there goodness. was you know with the protests and everything that right. was happening, and I think they moved it up because it's also a story of America for Americans to watch when Americans are making history. You know, these like think about what the revolution was. It was people standing up against their tyrannical, the tyrannical rulers, excuse me, and not saying either which way, but a protest, especially of that, that large scale is the same situation. Mm -hmm. It might not be obviously. So it's like, show people what's been done before you know and not as anything other than you're not alone I think that's the biggest thing it's like history has done this before we're not alone we're not alone right now so I have a feeling there was like a a not just more of entertainment purpose maybe maybe I'm hopeful that Disney was like yes everyone let's just remind us of their country's founding (laughs) for months before the election (laughs) so a little side note Disney Plus just got released in Sweden uh, October 1st so the reason I know this because a few of my friends asked for my login which of course I will always provide (laughs) but uh, I told them do yourself a favor and watch Hamilton and I was talking to uh, one of my girlfriends and she said I I didn't grow up within Hamilton like we don't know any of this a part of our history which I think is really interesting so I'm sitting there remember like asking you questions Mm -hmm. about it and obviously about the show and I don't know what's real and what what's not real but we were assuming that it's a 
kind of a biography. Yeah, I forget the book that it's based off of, but it was a. It, there is a you know one of the historical books uh, about Hamilton. I forgot who wrote it. That I think Lin Manuel used um, as like a pretty big you know like citation for the show. And it, yeah, it's just, it's phenomenal. But, you know, even in America, I remember, like, you kind of forget that Hamilton is on the $10 bill, besides the fact that we don't use cash that much anymore. But, like, he is a, he is a founding father that we've forgotten. Like, mm-hmm. that lyric is extremely true. And because... Can we, you recite the lyric for us? I think it's um the $10 founding father who's had a lot... Oh, I forget the entire line. But it's like it's been forgotten, something like that. Wow. I yeah, it's like if I went from the beginning, I'd probably oh, sure, remember. Sure. But um, but yeah, like even I, and I remember when President Reagan died. I was in high school, and I had a friend who, and at that moment, there was a push to have Reagan replace Hamilton on the ten dollar bill. And I remember a friend of mine saying, "Of course he should be. Like this is." you know president reagan we need to you know we need to do something to show i guess our like an honor him and i just remember thinking i was like you want a founding father to be replaced by a president who was in office in the 80s like and we're in the 2000s and it wasn't any i didn't mean any disrespect to you know to the late president but i just mean you want to disrespect a founding father but i think in many ways it's because None of us knew, other than Aaron Burr shooting Hamilton, thanks to that Got Milk commercial that we had in the 90s, Mm. I don't think any of us knew Hamilton's involvement in the revolution. You know, Washington's, of course, um, Madison, Adams, Jefferson. But really, after that, there's many more. And John Hancock, just because of his signature. But there was a lot of... But Andrew Jackson. Well, but he was also a president. He was a you president. Know, so that's, okay. But so when you look at the founding fathers, because so, not all of them went on, we don't know. I can't recite every signature on the Declaration of Independence. And I genuinely just realized that. And again, huh. a history major. And I'm sure I'm not the only one out there as a kid who grew up in the United States, no matter what year, would know. I don't think you know we're taught dates but yet we're not really allowed to focus on certain things you know and i think you know the founding fathers we're just you know here's the declaration of independence here's like the two lines you need to remember here's the four founding fathers of however men however and that's i think what happened with hamilton that we just genuinely didn't know who he was Mm. you know or we knew his name and again like i said that got milk commercial from the 90s which i don't know if you saw do you know what it's no I, I actually don't know what you mean so, so i'm laughing laughing awkwardly yeah no that's what i was like let me just double check thank you for yeah. checking in so the commercial and for anyone else who's listening who didn't see it you know either because they didn't grow up here or they're younger so good for you on that age group um right. <laughs> you know there was um in the 90s there were these huge got milk ad campaigns to get everyone to drink milk and they oh. had this one commercial where it's like some person who's like listening to the radio and like and you know back then you know you would sign up to be like called for like trivia questions and if you get it right or you know you'd call in to try and answer the trivia question you get it right you make money they still do that now and in the commercial I guess he was like dialing up the radio station to answer the question and he starts to eat a peanut butter sandwich and as you know peanut butter can meld your mouth like for some people they are over dramatized but like they take a bite of peanut butter and now they can't talk 
I don't I can still talk but whatever in the commercial <laughs> he takes the bite he's on the phone and they you know he's taking the bite and now all of a sudden hey you're on the radio this is you know for whatever who shot Alexander Hamilton and the whole time he's like Amber! he's trying to say Amber, <laughs> but his mouth is welded because of the peanut butter sandwich oh. so the whole thing is and got milk says if he had a glass of milk he could have drank it saved. and he could have answered the question and and i think for most kids especially my generation we know hamilton because of that commercial we know aaron burr because of that commercial i didn't know aaron burr was vice president actually i, I don't think i knew that huh and like and again like all these things like as someone who loves history listening to the music of this show because I didn't see it until it came out on Disney Plus but I did I've I've been listening to the music since the show debuted I've learned things from that that I'm just like wow this is really sad I don't know my own history and it's just and I think so much history I mean come on so much but like why aren't we taught our founding history you know and like and I think we skirt over so many of the lessons that come from that And I think having a show like Hamilton just brought it to such a level and then something that now can be shared with the world. Because, again, we don't learn other countries' histories that didn't affect our present. You know, like, yes, we learn about ancient Greece and Rome and aspects of Great Britain and the the empires of Europe for our Western Civ. But it's a general, you know, we still and we don't learn a lot about Eastern, you know, cultures unless you go to you know high uh, excuse me college and you take those courses or you're forced to because it's a gen ed you know so it's great that now with disney plus doing that people everywhere can learn education Seriously. they're teaching we're teaching the next generation Ser- and, and our, a generation ever after yeah, that i think we're also teaching all of the current generations that's too. also true <laughs> it's i feel like hamilton hit a certain age group that will not go well with let's say my parents they will not appreciate that musical as much as we will which is very interesting i think it could also be the music of it because it's you know it's rap and hip hop yeah it's pretty much it's a a hip hop you know it's very it does have very musical notes and things and lin-manuel does a great job of you know paying homage to some amazing musical numbers like there's lines in the show that if you know musicals you'll get to hear and um, so, but I do think because a lot of it is, you know, they have a rap battle for the first, you know, um, uh, what was it? The cabinet debate, which is great. You know, it's like, it's cause that's very smart. Yeah. It's like, Clever. that's how it should be. If you think about it, if you're going to want to watch a musical performance of, you know, the cabinet meeting, it should be in a, in a rap battle. But I can understand, you know, older generations not being appealed to that. However, you know. I don't I think my parents tolerated it because my niece fell in love with it I think that's probably the only reason why they watched it <laughs> but yeah no, I love it it's yeah I'll, I'll sing it I probably know most of the words I think it's yeah I think it's such a beautiful music musical that I had a hard time saying that so we uh I was talking about that where we're going to Nashville and you're feeling um very nervous about perhaps the departure and arriving. <laughs> yeah, um, I will admit, you know, it's funny, we're in a pandemic right now. And, yes. And of course, being in New York, though we've been pretty good for a while, cases are back on the rise. But we very clearly have now gone to states and are staying in states that have been on the list, you know, the red list for a while. And that's something to be concerned about. But oddly enough, I was more concerned about when I realized we were going to be in the South 
before the election. And I will admit, I'm a northerner. I'm a Yankee, if anything, simply because I live in that bubble, as we all do. Where we grew up is where, you know, it's a bubble we have. But I was like, I have no idea what to expect. And mm. I honestly, though, I do think anywhere in the country, no matter where you are, we're all going to feel an effect either which way. But I think being in a region that I'm not really well acquainted with, I'm like, okay, let's really breathe. Let's see what happens. Maybe, you know, keep the doors locked, you know, whatever mm. goes on. But I do think, in all honesty, I have faith in all of us that whatever happens will happen and we just let it be and also we who knows when we'll find out what happens anyways with yeah so i heard that it can take a month or a few days or it could take a while depending on you know the counting it, what you know it's all about the margins you know so depending on how much of a margin there is with in-person voting that's been going on with early voting and voting today versus how many more still need to be counted for absentee ballots and things like that you know, and also, of course, you know, I, I believe as long as you're on the line to vote before the polls close, you have you have a right to vote. If you get there after the polls close, you can't enter the line. But think about if there's still places that where have these long lines and the polls don't close until 9 p.m. And it's like in California. I don't really know. I'm just saying like a, in certain right. situations, it could take a long time. Not everything yeah. could be called because it just depends on what the margins are with in-person voting that's already been done. And the states who have been able to count absentee ballots, because I don't even know, I think you might not even be able to start counting absentee ballots until today. Like I know certain states don't start counting until today at all, no matter what type of voting has been going on before this. So, and then of course, there's any, you know, if people want to contest or if there's any issues, you know, if people think there might have been, ha you know, who knows what wow. people might say or do, but also who knows still what's going to happen. The day is still early right now when we're talking. So mm. we have an entire, you know, sun's worth to find This out. day is going to be, I feel like the longest day of all of our lives. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, or at least for a long while, like who knows what's going to happen still in the future. But today is definitely going to be a, a nail biter and. It's one of those where I'm like, all right, I will only go on my phone simply for uh, for playing games and reading books. I am not going on the news. I barely go on. Well, barely. I don't go on social media. <laughs> I'm not a social media person anymore. So it's like, how can I avoid everything? <laughs> so we're just going to probably eat good food today. At least. We're going to eat good food today. We're going to enjoy the weather of sun in New Orleans. Yes. Oh, we've had such glorious weather. Oh, That's another thing. We I, come from the shittiest storm well we had that crazy storm but also it, there's been no humidity here and i feel like coming to new orleans no matter what time of year it's always going to be humid and that's what i was preparing like this is very like new england fall weather that we've been getting Ooh, and like, like we that. left crappy weather for sure because oh when we left for our drive too so not only was it this you know epic 24 hour um driving ahead of us but it was also <laughs> when the what was it hurricane zeta mm -hmm. when that was hitting new york so it was like gross rain for like a good like four hours but then we came here and somehow we brought the nice new england weather that we were just having before we left with yes. us so Yay. you can enjoy walking around and just experience whatever we can i know it's gonna be great yeah that's you know even four years ago and i'll just say you know forever's listening we needed to accept what happens you know and i think four years we haven't and i wasn't happy 
by any means with how things went. Yes, I was crying in the middle of the night and I called out of work the next day. Like I said, I was definitely an SNL character, you know, election day four years ago. But I have to respect my fellow citizens, you know. And yes, we learned a lot that the majority doesn't matter. And hopefully this time around we can make the difference. But, you know, I still need to respect my neighbors no matter what happens and hopefully come to some sort of peaceful tomorrow. So that's how I'm looking at it. Like whatever happens, I did my part. I did what I had to do and I did what I could do. And now the rest is just acceptance after that, just like anything else in life. If you tried your hardest, you have to be able to know that that's what counts no matter what the results are. And it's shitty when you're so much out of con- out of your control. But, you know, this is why in this whole year, I feel, has been trying to teach us that we need to love each other more. We need to trust each other more. We need to have more compassion for each other. You know, it's this is the year where... Maybe we are treating Mother Nature so shittily that she's like, really, guys, you don't want to love me? How can I love you back? You know, whether that's really hippy-dippy out there. But if you take that idea of, like, needing to respect one another and be distant or wear a mask or just stay inside if you have to, we need to love each other more and know that I'm doing this for you and I'm trusting you to do it back for me. And I think that same sentiment and, and also patience has been a huge thing to learn this year. I think that's what's kind of culminating again today. You know, I'm just realizing that we all have a right to our to how we feel. And if I want to feel this way, I have to trust and love you to feel that exact same for you. You know, however you feel, you get that and see what happens. And it'll be interesting to still be in the South. But, mm. you know, it's really interesting. It's going to be interesting anywhere, even in New York, if we were home. I, I can't say it's going to be any different because that's also rude to New Yorkers to think that, oh, at least you're safe there. Like, no, then who is the people that feel unsafe there? You know, True. like I just look at it like no matter what there's, you know, we all have our opinions. So no matter where we are in the country, just hopefully remember that we're still neighbors at the end of the day and be together, I guess. I love it. And on that note. Thank you thank for being on my show. Oh, thank you for having me. You're very welcome. I, hopefully it was enjoyable. It was fun yeah. to do. This is, I might have to try this again myself. I think that you should start your own show. <laughs> I have to figure you know out what, what I'll talk about. You got to put it out there. You got to do what makes you happy. And that's pretty much the bottom line. That's kind of like how I end my show. Make your day count. So Super true. And today is that day for all of us to count. Perfect. Thank you. Bye. Bye. 